two days ago, an 18-year-old German-Iranian dual national named Ali David Sonbali murdered nine people in Munich, Germany during a calculated shooting rampage which began inside a McDonald's and spread to the Olympia shopping mall. Today, blood once again hit the German pavement, this time within Rutlingen in Baden-Württemberg, Germany. A young bearded man, police confirmed as a Syrian refugee who was in fact already known to them, murdered a woman and injured two others, one man, one woman, in a machete attack outside of a kebab shop. Machete attacks, you know, it's funny, you don't actually hear about many of those occurring within the gated communities wherein the political elite encase themselves from the results of their pathological altruism and endless virtue signaling. Reports indicate that the female victim actually worked in the Lisplatz Square kebab shop and was also pregnant at the time of her murder. What that means, of course, is that unless the baby in her belly was actually directly sliced open during the attack, it means that the unborn baby likely slowly asphyxiated in the murdered woman's womb as she bled out on the sidewalk. The blood that fed her baby opened up to the sky and the grit and the gutter and the sewer as her baby gasped for oxygen that would never ever come. The murderer was not done though. He jumped up and ran around with his bloody 12-inch machete dripping mother blood and possibly baby blood or brains. When the kebab shop owner's son pointed his car, gunned his gas pedal and ran down the murderer, hoping to end what could have turned into a multiple victim murder spree. An eyewitness reported, quote, the perpetrator was completely out of his mind. He ran with his machete even behind a police car. A BMW gave it some gas and ran him over. Then he lay prostrate and did not move. The injured murderer was then arrested and taken into custody by police. The media have reported that the motive for the attack is currently unclear, but I'm going to bet they still have certainties about what it has nothing to do with. Police pointed out that the asylum-seeking Syrian man had been involved in previous incidents which had also caused injuries to other people, but indicated that the incident, quote, did not bear the hallmarks of a terrorist attack. Oh, goody! The attack wasn't explicitly political or religious. I'm sure that makes the people of Germany feel much safer on their streets. Last year... Over one million third world migrants were granted admission to Germany. And the total number continues to rise, along with the number of reported rapes and the overall body count of various violent attacks. And this is the life in the West that we have left. You're waiting at a bus stop in Germany. Are you worried about being stabbed? or slashed with a 12-inch long machete? You sit with your child in McDonald's, you order them a Happy Meal. I wonder if you hope the prize 
inside involves Kevlar. Ooh, I can't let them play in the McDonald's play area without sending bomb-sniffing dogs through to do a proper safety inspection. You can't ride a train without worrying about being attacked with an axe. Dear God, this is medieval. Germans have become unwitting LARPers. You can't enjoy a fireworks display on a national holiday without listening for the sound of a giant truck and fearing for your life. Can't go to a nightclub to meet new people and dance with your friends without unconsciously making yourself aware of the nearest exit and the best place to hide for cover. You can't check your baggage at an airport without images of flying shrapnel floating before your eyes. You can't go to the office Christmas party without thinking about being gunned down while the blood-spattered ornaments crash to the floor. Every one of these attacks is a challenge. But this is what I want you to get from this one. This is the main point. I really, really want you to imagine this. Look, I've been running this philosophy show for 10 years. You can go back and look at my archives, fdrpodcasts.com. See how many times, say, over the first half decade, I talk about machete attacks or terrorist attacks or truck attacks. Now look at my feed. I did a show yesterday on this. I'm doing a show today and I'm beginning to believe that I may well end up having to do a show every single day on these attacks until the end of Western civilization or the reawakening of the Western mind. Can you imagine these things happening every day, every week, seemingly every moment? Can you imagine the reaction of the media if white extremists were committing these attacks? Would they be covering up these crimes and withholding the race of the attackers? Or changing their names to make them sound less white or pretending that the motives of these white skinheads were unclear? Let us suppose that white skinheads had stormed a concert hall and tortured their victims before killing them, filming their gruesome mutilations for propaganda purposes. Well, when the Bataclan concert hall was attacked, according to HeatST.com, the chief police witness in Parliament testified that on the night of the, of the attacks, an investigating officer, tears streaming down his face, rushed out of the Bataclan and vomited in front of him just after seeing the disfigured bodies. The 14-hour testimony about the November attacks took place March 21st. According to this testimony, Wahhabist killers reportedly gouged out eyes castrated victims and shoved their testicles in their mouths. They may also have disemboweled some poor souls. Women were reportedly stabbed in the genitals. And the torture was, victims told police, filmed for Daesh or Islamic State propaganda. For that reason, medics did not release the bodies of torture victims to the families, investigators said. The website goes on to report, quote, Indeed, the committee is troubled by this information, which has appeared nowhere in the media. Thus, the father, according to the website, the father of one of the victims sent me a copy of a letter he sent to the investigating judge, which I quote in summary. 
on the causes of the death of my son, A., at the Forensic Institute in Paris, I was told, and what a shock it was for me at that moment, they had cut off his testicles, had put them in his mouth, and he was disemboweled. When I saw him behind glass, lying on a table, a white shroud covering it up to the neck, a psychologist was with me. He said, This is, quote, the only presentable part your son's left profile. I found that he had no right eye. I made the remark. I was informed that they had punctured his eye and sliced down the right side of his face where there was a very large hematoma that we could all see. The website further reports, quote, Prosecutor, I specify for the sake of clarity some of the bodies found at the Bataclan were extremely mutilated by the explosions and weapons to the point that it was sometimes difficult to reconstruct the dismembered bodies. In other words, injuries described this father may also have been caused by automatic weapons, by explosions or projections of nails and bolts that have resulted. Question. Would those have put a man's balls in his own mouth? Prosecutor, I do not have that information. This is back to me. Can you imagine the media failing to report the gruesome torture of blacks by whites? Hell, a black man assaults a white cop and the white cop defends himself and the media goes wild for months publicizing all sorts of nonsense. Oh, and don't even get me started on the dozens of British cities and towns where gangs of foreigners have groomed and raped countless young white British girls. In Rotherham alone, 1,400 children as young as 11 were regularly raped and trafficked for years. Authorities, authorities hesitated to act for fear of being called racist or of arousing anti-immigrant sentiments. See, we talk about multiculturalism, food, music, dress, and these are fine things. But there's an important difference, and that difference is between multiculturalism and balkanization. A country, uh, a culture, a civilization is its laws and moral standards. When groups come into a nation and the law enforcers of that nation bend the laws to excuse that group's behavior, that society cannot last. When is this going to stop? When are political leaders going to be held accountable for their decisions, the decisions that they themselves rarely have to live with, but the average citizen does? Because the blood flowing through the streets of Germany France, Belgium, the United States, and many other countries has grown from a trickle to a steady flow. Over time, it may become deep enough to form an ocean wherein your civilization, your freedoms, your savings, and your children may drown. You cannot, you must not let this stand. You can make a difference you have a voice. Your peaceful action is required now. 
Nothing is a higher priority than preserving your culture, your freedoms. Your ancestors fought to liberate you and keep you safe and free. Your children, born and unborn, rely on you for the same duty. Do not fail them.